Hello, and welcome to a limited edition episode of Salt Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So, like I said, it's limited edition because we had some of the limited edition craft dinner flavors today on well we're flavor having flavor boosts yeah flavor boosts from craft dinner so and we also have a guest today so casey welcome on to the episode thank you elmer's it, dad for anyone who listened last week <laughs> <laughs> so it's your uh, second time on the podcast so welcome back thank you it's great to have you and i do feel like i uh I always have to defend myself every time. You do. You still do. I had last time it was the salted eggs, and mm-hmm. now I've been thrown under the bus by my son Elmer <laughs> for my sandwich making skills and, and lunch. We had it out after we listened to it. <laughs> we, we didn't really agree. He said it was my sandwich making skills, and I said it's because he throws his lunch bag around all the time. Mm-hmm. We settled our differences, though. We had a good Indian leg well, wrestle on him. I killed him. I won. <laughs> I was wondering if it came to blows or yeah. just a regular fist fight in the backyard, but I'm glad it was like lag wrestling. So yeah, we've we've wrestled over this show too. Over. <laughs> like I said, it's craft dinner day. So Lena, what do we got first? What are we diving into well, here? First off, it's surprising you called a craft dinner, which is what it is in the U.S. or craft macaroni and cheese, like craft dinner. It's called cheesy pasta in the U.K. and Really, in Canada, they've just adopted KD. It's kind of an iconic Canadian thing. It was developed by James Lewis Kraft, who is from Fort Erie, Ontario, but living in, he was living in Chicago at the time. But it it has a Canadian kind of tie-in, I'd say. Now, he didn't actually invent processed cheese, but he got a patent for it. (laughs) He seemed to be the one who got the patent. Canadians actually eat 55% more KD than Americans, which is quite substantial, I'd say. Now, I wonder if that includes like no name. No, no, it was cra- it was on the craft dinner. Okay, website, so just think, so. straight up. Is it yeah. per capita? Or, <laughs> or do we just eat that much craft dinner? We just eat that much, I think. <laughs> Most popular way to eat it in Canada is with ketchup, which you guys yes. kind of touched on. You both added ketchup to yours when we ate it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't eat ketchup so i didn't add it there's over although though these are flavor boosts there's over 50 50 varieties of craft dinner which is kind of a lot now we actually tried the craft dinner beforehand and we gave some to our son and as he was eating it he's a fast eater i thought i had read that the record for eating a whole box of craft dinner is one minute and 2.14 seconds and I thought to myself, that doesn't seem that fast, does it? No, it doesn't. No, for a whole box. You don't box. Have to chew that. You can just yeah. drink it. Yeah. yeah, a whole box. I even, like, I don't, I eat quickly, but not like. <laughs> Looks like we have some weekend goals eating, now. But it feels like a goal that we could, uh, that we could pass. That we can convince our son to do? Yes. <laughs> and you can clean up if he gets sick. <laughs> or deal with his belly ache. together that, that sounds like a fantastic plan. So, yeah, that's craft dinner. So, we started out with the plain craft dinner. It's been a while for me. What did you guys think? It tastes like 
craft dinner and brought me back to childhood flavors and memories. So I'm sure it was mostly just Sobeys brand oh, when really? I was younger, though. But it was good. What I did with it, I found it was a good palate cleanser in between each yeah. uh, each time I tried each something. Flavor yeah, roast. I went back every time to yeah. renew the, <laughs> what the regular one tastes like. Now, I'm not a craft dinner eater. I didn't like it as a kid. It wasn't so bad. But I compare it because I really like the white cheddar PC brand mac and cheese. And it's a lot, it was a lot more bland than the PC brand. So that's what I'm comparing it to, which maybe it's not fair to compare it to that, but. You should have put some ketchup on it to spice it up a little bit. Or mayonnaise. (laughs) Either of those things are disgusting (laughs) to me. (laughs) I've never put mayonnaise on, have you? I have. I've actually had quite a few different uh, things on it. My roommate used to put peanut butter. Yeah, I can see that being good. I've I've used uh, hoisin sauce before. Yeah. I thought that was good. Barbecue sauce. I said earlier, too, a friend of mine had uh, uh, plum sauce. Yeah. His whole family would eat plum sauce on it. That'd be good. I, tr- I tried it just because he said it wasn't my favorite, <laughs> favorite thing to be on. Maybe we'll find out a new favorite thing to put on. <laughs> Maybe a flavor boost. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, I don't know, kind of there. I ate it. It was better than I remembered, but not so good. Anyway. Yeah. So... While we let that digest, let's hear a word from our sponsor. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Is This For Real? Is This For Real? is a podcast about ver- various facets of black life in Edmonton. In the first season of the show, Breaking the Blue Wall, host Omar Salafu explores anti-black racism and po- policing and tells story about policing in schools, accountability in Alberta's policing system, and the impacts of police violence on black Edmontonians. You can listen to the podcast and read more about each episode at isthisforreal.ca. You can also support the work of these podcasters and future seasons on Patreon. All right. So next up, we have the Flavor Boost Poutine. We've talked about poutine before. It was developed in the late 1950s, 1957. It's number 10 on a list of Canada's greatest inventions. In New York and New Jersey nightclubs in the 70s, they served poutine as a late night dish, but they called it disco fries. (laughs) <laughs> Which I think we should call it disco fries. <laughs> Jones Soda has a poutine soda. Which oh, really? Apparently. <clears throat> and in 2010, the winner, Pat, uh, the winner of a poutine eating contest ate 5.9 kilograms of poutine. And his name is Pat Deep Dish Bertoletti. He is from Chicago. I think that's why I got the deep dish. But 5.9 kilograms of poutine. That's a lot of poutine. I wonder how fast he ate it. Oh, there's only one way to find out. Right after the craft dinner eat-off, we have a poutine eat-off. I feel... Or disco fry eat-off, sorry. Yes, I feel like there's no record for that. (laughs) That we could win. Or there might not be a record for how fast or how much you can eat poutine KD, the flavor boost. So we could be setting records just because nobody's probably tried them yet. (laughs) So when I first tried this, I thought it was missing something. Like, I, I was hoping for more beef flavor i totally missed the mark i think yeah i found it 
was kind of beefy. The smell was kind of like powder gravy, but like yeah, gross powder gravy. I, well, I, I thought mean, it would have been better if you just put powder gravy on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, it, I wrote this down. It was kind of sour. I found it had a sour taste to it. Maybe that's just me because you're both looking at me like. <laughs> I no. did have no. a weird taste at one point that I couldn't pinpoint, and I first. My first thought was canned fruit, oh. <laughs> which is very strange, and I abandoned that thought almost immediately. But. I wondered if I was wondering if the flavor was what what I thought, which I just wrote down: barf after having orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote even the acid and orange juice vomit. And normally, for years, I couldn't really have orange juice because often when you're sick, you have orange juice. When you throw up, you ca- I yeah. kind of associate it with that. But I've gotten over that and like orange juice. But that's what I wrote. I had the same thing with vodka and orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I have that too. No, I I, I forgot the. I thought it was much better when I had ketchup to it, though. <laughs> Which you would add ketchup yeah. to your poutine. Yes, and that's that's why I put ketchup on it. So I thought, and maybe it was just the sweetness of the ketchup that made it better. So I yeah, I think you're right. I think just putting gravy powder on it would be yeah. It didn't resemble gravy. It's very slightly, I think. Yeah. I want to get some of that St. Hubert's poutine sauce. Yeah, in a yeah. can? And put that. No, no. It's like you can get the powder like stuff. Oh, I thought you could yeah. get it in a can, too. You might be able to, but I was just thinking the powder yeah. stuff and pour that on to see how it would compare and how much better it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I could taste cheese beyond the Kraft Dinner cheese. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it looked a little different. It had that kind of like brownish kind of color a yeah, little bit, yeah, but yeah. no, they, they missed the mark on that. By the sound of the air horn, <laughs> it's time to try our bonus item. So we have Blue Pepsi. I've been looking forward to this one. I saw somebody drinking it the other night, and now I'm, I'm really excited yeah. for it. So Yeah, so it was originally sold in 2002 to 2004, in U.S. and Canada, it's kind of remained internationally for the last little while, especially in the Philippines. It's described as being berry flavor, which is what they call it, berry, berry cola fusion. But I've heard it also described as tasting like cotton candy flavor, but with more sugar and like syrupy <laughs> than regular Pepsi. So it was released after the Mountain Dew Code Red came out in 2001, just to kind of compete with that. And there was a whole bunch, there were like so many ads. They endorsed the Cricket World Cup, the especially the blue jersey wearing Indian team in 2003. They gave up, pep, they gave out Pepsi Blue in a Pepsi Blue VW Beetle. It was promoted after a New York's Met, New York Mets game just because blue, blue, you know, the blue jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Um, endorsed by a whole bunch of people, including. New England Patriot Adam Vinatieri. Am I saying that right, Dave? No. No? How Adam do Vinatieri. There you go. Um, Britney Spears, Papa Roach. <laughs> uh, that's Papa Ratch. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Roach. <laughs> it was in the Garfield movie and the Italian job. And then it just kind of died down, but they re-released it this spring for a limited time. I've never seen this until recently, so... I thought it was a new thing that they just put out this year. You must I have been remember. drunk in 2002 to 2004. I knew you. Yes. You were. Yes, <laughs> so let's give it a try. It sure is blue. Well, this is fun. 
It was supposed to appeal to teenagers, and I could see that. I remember people getting blue drinks at the bars, and I eventually did, and thinking, wow, that's so beautiful. I thought it was always Rev. Rev, whatever. <laughs> Rev, yeah. But stuff with blue. This carousel. smells like cotton candy. It does. It's supposed to be berry, but. Yeah, I can see the berry flavor in there. I'm not a big cola fan, so I'm glad it doesn't taste like. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Pepsi mixed with berries? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like cherry cola tastes like cherries and cola. But this just tastes like a whole different, mm-hmm. whole new thing. I could see why it's just a limited edition. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that this would be anyone's really go-to pop. You know, people drink pop a lot, but I can't see someone always getting blue Pepsi. <laughs> no, it's a good novelty but, once in a while. Thing. Yeah. I'd have to say it's better than crystal clear Pepsi, though. I don't remember having crystal I, clear Pepsi. I, yeah, I can't recall a flavor to it at all. Maybe <laughs> that's a sign that <laughs> it wasn't very good either, They'll probably re-release that if they haven't. Might try it on here. I don't know why I'm committing to drinking the entire drink. (laughs) I came up like halfway through what I had. So, yeah. Blue Pepsi. So, I hope you have a good segue into our next item. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But we have Butter Chicken Flavor Boost. Also from the 1950s. Possibly late 40s. When... It was developed by Kundan Lal Jaggi of the Modi Mahal restaurant in Delhi. It was made by putting leftover tandoori chicken in a tomato gravy, which then they added butter and cream to. Um, By some accounts, they used the leftover marinade for the tandoori chicken. But yeah, and then it just took off. It was called Murg Makhani in 1974 when there was a recipe for it. But then in 1975, it was given the English name Butter Chicken when it was on the menu for the Gaylord Indian Restaurant in Manhattan. And now this is a little aside, but it said the restaurant was in Delhi. And I was like, isn't there a new Delhi? Where's New Delhi? (laughs) And maybe you guys know this, (laughs) but it's just an area in Delhi. There's like South Delhi, I guess. I might be making up the actual South part, but (laughs) like New Delhi. So I can't wait till Calgary builds a new park called New Calgary. New Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just thought maybe New Delhi isn't in India. Maybe it's like New York. Like <laughs> it's the American version <laughs> of New York. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So what did you guys think? It smelled really good at first. Like, yeah. The, the powder in the bag smelled really nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was de- you could definitely tell it was like a that curry smell coming out whereas the other ones we we, we haven't mentioned that we, we sniffed the powder yeah. in, the, in the bags before we snorted it right up our noses <laughs> we're a little hyper now and uh yeah that, that was definitely the the one you could say oh yeah that that's what that is yeah yeah and yeah it was it had a little heat to it which i liked yeah mm-hmm. nice not overpowering heat but just like a little bit right at the back mm-hmm. yeah it was i wrote down peppery even though it's curry i found it really peppery it even looked nice with <sighs> like sprinkled spices on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found it was a little sweet too sweet for my liking. Huh. Maybe that's just me. I mean, butter chicken is kind of sweet, but I didn't get that sweetness from it. Huh. I'll talk about more of the sweetness later when we do our recap, but but yeah, I, I thought it was good. It was it was really good. So, yeah. We got one more to go. What is it? Oh, I thought you guys were adding more. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. So, I'd say this was the most surprising flavor they came up with, which is cotton candy. So cotton candy invented by dentist William Morrison and candy maker John C. Wharton in 1897 
They took it to the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904, and it cost 25 cents a box, which sounds like a lot in 1904. Mm -hmm. And they sold over 68,000 boxes. I read it as boxes, but I just picture a box of cotton candy, but I don't know. So you make cotton candy? I don't know. Have you ever made cotton candy, either of you? I have. Yeah. 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 It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I made it not in a, Did you use a machine? The, the spinny thing. Yeah. 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 Because I've made actual um, spun sugar in baking school, which is, but now they have machines. Like, we didn't really necessarily have to learn that. (laughs) So, sugar is melted to a liquid and pushed through small holes that shape and cool the liquid. And then a paper cone is inserted and rotated, for anyone who didn't do this, in the machine by the operator, which collects the crystallized sugar threads. And it's thinner than human hair. I've never put it up to my hair, but... Yeah, so I'm surprised you never got like it stuck in your hair somehow. I know, I probably got it stuck to my face as a kid. My <laughs> hair probably stuck in the sugary part of my face, and then like 120 years or whatever, I can't do math quickly. They made it into a flavor burst flavor for craft dinner. Nice. <laughs> so, what you think, guys? I was definitely surprised when I saw it in the store. I was like, how is that gonna? translate <laughs> it wasn't as sweet as i thought maybe it was going to be which was yeah. for the better i think <laughs> i thought i'd find this at like at the stampede or a carnival it seems yeah. like one of those carnival type foods which was fun i thought it had a nice sweetness to it like not over overly sweet but really nice yeah it was more like a dessert craft in <laughs> yeah <laughs> and with when we add ketchup to it, I found it just mm-hmm. kind of nullified everything. The, the, yeah. The flavor yeah. went away. Even the ketchup flavor kind of disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> it just turned into a, huh. yeah. I, it tasted just sweet. It didn't taste like cotton candy per se to me. It just tasted I, sweet. I thought it, I think you're wrong. I thought it did have a nice like cotton candy reddish flavor. Well, it had a reddish, reddish? look yeah. to it. You couldn't even tell <laughs> the ketchup like, was on it once you mixed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't as pink as I thought. I thought it would be more light pink for some reason than red. But yeah, but definitely worth trying just to say you had it. Yeah. 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 But uh, we're going to bring you another ad from our sponsors, and then we'll do a little recap. So this week I want to give a podcast shout out to Anticulture with Josiah Sinison. Pretty cool podcast here on the Alberta Podcast Network. I like it. it he he gives uh, the people a really good voice when you're listening to it. Guests are awesome. Um, I really enjoy the guests. It's a variety of guests. Uh, this awesome, awesome show. And it, he's a winner of the Canadian Podcast Award this year as well. So huge shout out to uh, Josiah and Anticulture. So make sure you find that. You can find it on the Alberta Podcast Network webpage or josiahpodcast.com and there's all kinds of links there to spotify you know his twitter his facebook all that stuff is there too so make sure you check it out that's anti-culture with josiah sinison make sure you check it out that's anti-culture and like i said also, awesome podcasts check them out on our podcast on ice cream that we recorded on the coldest day of the year a yes. couple years ago <laughs> And it was an awesome episode. I really liked having Josiah on. He's a really good guest. Yeah. Really fun to talk to. So really nice guy, yeah. So recap time. I want to say I mixed each one of them together with another flavor. And the best flavors that I came up with was when I mixed cotton candy up with butter chicken. I thought that was a good one. It 
balance it out a little bit. Sweet and hot yeah. together, maybe. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was good. Your guys' thoughts? I mixed the, the poutine and the butter chicken. Uh, I figured I'd stick with the savory ones to mix. Yeah. And it, it really it ruined them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think really it's, it's the poutine that's just, it's, yeah. it's the bottom of the list for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So what are your guys' top two? I'd say butter chicken and then the cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah, butter chicken number one for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the cotton candy or actually just the plain. Yeah, I, I was thinking butter chicken, cotton candy as well. Regular is nice too with ketchup. I think we <laughs> are yeah, in a group. I really include that in my, I, um, I'm, I'm a diehard regular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fan you're not going to, you're not really going to be, the, yeah. I guess, but uh, as far as the flavors go. So what other flavors do they have? So, I mean, it's, it's funny you guys add like add ketchup. I didn't think to add hot sauce, which I add to everything. But the other flavor boosts that we couldn't find are ghost pepper, jalapeno, and buffalo wings. Oh, buffalo wings would All be good. Sort of similar. Yeah. 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 But I'm glad we got the ones we did, even though, I mean. Yeah, because they're all a little bit different. Than yeah. Each other, so. And I just did not like the poutine one. It just. All right, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Orange juice burf. <laughs> and I don't know why orange juice. Like it was just, maybe it didn't taste like orange juice, but just it had this acidic kind of flavor and a burf flavor. Well, the butter chicken one, I kind of thought, oh, this would be good. Like a lot of different Indian foods, like vindaloo mm. or something. That yeah, it, it, yeah. It would go well with it. Even before we started, I, my wife tried the, the butter chicken one and she'd rarely have a couple bites of craft Dinner here or there. It refuses to. And uh, she was like blown out of the water. She couldn't. Yeah, she couldn't believe it. She actually liked the craft dinner. Cool. Yeah. I think Russell liked them all the way. He devoured them. I don't know if he discerned any of the flavors. <laughs> but he yeah. probably could eat a box in one minute and two point fourteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, what did you have to eat lately, Avery? Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you, Casey, but I wanted to get in there before he got. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of berries. So yes, yes. I like that you juiced up some blueberries and strawberries and I put that pulp on top of my yogurt and granola. That was pretty good. Yeah. The blueberry juice was delicious too. Um, I didn't have any. Well, I froze it so that I could add just a little in ice cube trays so that I could just add it to sparkling water. Okay. But it really fizzed up and (laughs) I put some in my glass and I put some in the bottle and the bottle just really fizzed up (laughs) too much. (laughs) And then I put some in the glass and put the sparkling water on top and it fizzed up more than I expected. (laughs) But yeah. Nice. Casey, you make anything good lately or have anything good? (laughs) No. To be honest, uh, you guys know our life's in chaos. We're in the middle of moving and uh, it's been a lot of fast food. (laughs) <laughs> lately a lot of junk hot dogs at the, on the fire yes yes Ooh, i miss birthday hot dogs on the fire <laughs> birthday donuts yes yes yeah so are you going to ask me i'm actually prepared this time i guess so or were you going to ask casey a follow-up casey. question about what he ate sorry <laughs> i was going to ask casey a question but lena what did no, you no no i want to hear i don't no, want to be no, that no. conversationalist that took over oh. actually when we went to uh <laughs> formosa um, pizza place. Oh, I yeah, had yeah. the caramelized peach prosciutto and goat cheese pizza with a balsamic drizzle on it, and that was pretty good. It was, was pretty good. I liked it. I don't think it was caramelized peach, but I think it was explained as that, though. Yeah, I think it was just canned peach, but I like canned peaches, so I think it was cooked a little bit. They were a little bit, well, probably just cooked 
on the pizza. But yeah, I'm not usually a fan of balsamic vinegar, but you guys' uh, bruschetta we had the other oh, night yeah, was, yeah. was really good. I do like it in some circumstances. I, I haven't made bruschetta in so long until then. I was glad I made it. It was good. So then, what were you going to ask Casey before I um barreled in? So rude to interrupt. <laughs> So, when making sandwiches for kids, oh. <laughs> do, you, do you have any tips? Just after you're done, shake, shake well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that's all I have. It was a fun episode. I'm glad we got to try those craft dinner flavor packets. So, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think I would have been brave enough to, to yeah. even bother. Yeah, <laughs> in another <laughs> circumstance, but. And I would have missed out because I think the, the butter chicken was <laughs> yeah. probably something my family can use. <laughs> What's funny is what caught my eye was the cotton candy flavor boost. And I think in my head, I briefly thought, why is there Pop Rocks in next to the mac and cheese? Because <laughs> it kind of <laughs> like, I saw yeah. cotton candy. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was, I wonder, but that makes me want to try Pop Rocks. I'd, tr- I'd probably go out and buy the butter chicken again. Oh, I was thinking we put cotton candy Pop Rocks on craft dinner. Maybe. I'll try that too. So. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good. So keep on eating. Keep on eating. <laughs>